Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today sign up using code buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet bet mgm and GameSense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with mgm northfield park The following podcast is going to contain spoilers along with me, just a regular guy, talking about all the things I love, such as comics, movies, television, music, and books. So yeah, proceed at your own risk. Welcome to another episode of Just Another Fanboy. I'm your host, and my name is Steven. How's it going, folks? What's up? I hope life is treating everybody okay. I do want to remind folks real quick that I, I have a GoFundMe out there. I had uh, had to replace the alternator on my car, and that's quite a bit spendy. And while we had the money available to do that... The money came out of our Christmas fund. It pretty much depleted the Christmas fund. So we're I threw a GoFundMe up there about the emergency car repair. And it's less about paying for the repair because the repair is done. The alternator has been replaced. I'm driving the car. But it's more about trying to replenish that Christmas fund so that we can get a few things for our kid. Our kid. Why did I say that? We can get a few things for our kids for Christmas. Now, this time last week... It was December the 12th. I think it was a Wednesday. I don't I don't honestly remember. No, Thursday. Ha <laughs> ha! Because Friday was the 13th. Spooky. The reason why I'm making a even a, a slightly big deal out of the fact that last week on Thursday was December the 12th, because that means that meant on that day, Disney Plus at that point had been one month old. I wanted to do this episode last week, but then life, you know, came and did all that stuff to me and made me have to put a GoFundMe up there. If you're if you're at all interested in hearing about my week last week, I did make last week's episode of my other podcast available to the public. I'll throw a link to that in the show notes if you want to just listen to me unload. Uh, but let's get back to Disney Plus, shall we? I thought it would be a good idea to visit Disney Plus one month later. What am I enjoying about it? What's not enjoying? Wow. That's a true sign of my brain not working correctly. What's not enjoyable about the service so far? What still needs to be fixed? So let's let's talk about let's talk about the negative first. That way we can end the episode with the positive. So the negative there's really not much negative that I have to say about the service. Ultimately there are two things. Originally there were there were three problems I had with the service. One was 
I didn't like that there wasn't a currently watching cue type of thing like you have on Hulu or you have on basically any of the streaming services where as soon as you log in, you have a row of shows that or movies or whatnot that you're currently watching or that you have watched recently. Well, that popped up a week or two after the service started. So that made me happy. I don't like the fact that when I rewind or fast forward, it doesn't show me the little screen capture of where I'm at in the show. So for example, as I'm watching all of the Marvel movies and I get to the end of each one and I want to forward through the credits to the post-credit scene, it's very difficult to do. Because let's face it, the post-credit scene is not just at the end of the credits. I can't just fast forward to the last minute of the movie and there's the post-credit scene. They all they play like the uh the credits sequence that has all the artwork and it's a, it's a big you know highly produced credit sequence before they get to just the black screen with the the marquee the credits rolling by. They do that and then they play the post-credit screen and then they do the rolling credits. Well, they're not easy to find if I can't see the screen capture, the screen box, the little box that they have on every other streaming service. That's annoying. I figured a month in, they would have they would have solved that by now. They would have added that. They would have had enough complaints. I don't know if I'm the only person that finds that annoying. I can't be, but obviously enough people haven't suggested that they add this or complained about the lack of it, that they, it's, it's still without it. I'm hoping that, that they will fix that at some point. The, the third thing, the third negative thing I have to say about Disney Plus is I am still dealing with bugs when I'm streaming. I don't know if I'm the only one. I've tweeted about it a number of times. I have yet to have anybody tweet back that the same thing is happening to them. I've yet to see anything from anybody else tweeting about this issue. And at first I thought, well, maybe it's just my, maybe it's just my wireless connection. Maybe I'm, I'm lagging so much that it's causing this. And I'll explain what it is here in a minute. But it doesn't happen doesn't happen on any of the other streaming services I use. Doesn't happen when I'm on YouTube. Doesn't happen when I'm on Netflix or Hulu or Prime. Nothing. Doesn't happen on any of that. But it happens all the time on Disney+. Plus. And what it does, it's, it's, it, there are two different bugs that I run across. The more common one is as I'm watching a show, and I'll use The Simpsons as an example because I've been watching The Simpsons from episode one. I think we're on season eight by now. Practically every single episode, well, this happens in every single episode, but for a while it was happening at the same spot in every single episode. During the opening theme, the scene where we're seeing Lisa playing with her school band and she starts jazzing it up and the teacher slams his hand on his music holder thing and kicks her out of the room. This is what happens every single time. He starts to slam his hands he starts to slam his hand on the thing, and then the screen, the picture just freezes. The audio, however, is still going. And then 10 to 15 seconds later, it starts to process. You get the little wheel showing that it's processed, and then it backs up to where it originally froze and then starts back up again automatically. It just does it, and it's really annoying. The other thing that it does, this doesn't happen every single time, but it does happen quite often. I'll be watching, and I'll use this, the example again, watching The Simpsons, 
And it will suddenly just skip over a minute, two minutes even, of the show. It just starts going really fast and then jumps a minute. And I've seen that with movies. I've seen it with the TV shows. And it it does it often enough that it's quite annoying. And you combine that with the fact that you can't see the little screen capture when you're rewinding. It makes it even more annoying because then trying to get back to where you were, it's just a pain in the butt. And I would like to think that Disney Plus would have these things worked out by now, a month later. We all know what happened when Disney Plus launched. A lot of people couldn't get in. I think Disney Plus announced that they weren't prepared for the volume of users on day one. They they guessed there would be a certain amount, you know, a certain amount of users, but they were not prepared for the sheer volume of users that they got. And that makes no sense to me because we're talking about Disney Plus, okay? I'm going to get really serious here and talk to you in a serious voice. Disney Plus, you were going to get the show, The Mandalorian, on day one. They've been advertising it all over the freaking place. And they were offering the first week for free. Why wouldn't the entire United States not be tuned in on day one? Why couldn't they prepare for that? It's better to have a gun and not need it than need a gun and not have it, says the man who doesn't own a gun. And frankly, they scare him. So that's what I'm not liking about Disney+. Plus. Really, it's just it's the bugs and not seeing that screen capture when I fast forward or rewind. I'm also wondering if we're ever going to get some of the Fox TV shows, the old ones. You know, we got Simpsons. What about stuff like the Tracy Ullman show or, good Lord, the only other one that, that leaps to mind is The Adventures of Beans Baxter. What about stuff like that? Are we ever going to see that? on Disney Plus. What about movies from 20th Century Fox? I watched The Boy Who Would Be King yesterday, and it's a 20th Century Fox movie, and it's not rated R. I don't even I don't even think it was PG-13. There's no reason why that shouldn't be on Disney Plus unless it's new enough that it shouldn't that it's not on there yet. But it seems like right now what they got going on with Disney Plus is the only non straight up Disney movies on there are Star Wars and Marvel. And I assume that they acquired the rights to all these other 20th Century Fox movies and TV shows. And if they can't put them on Disney Plus, I get that because you're not going to put Die Hard on Disney Plus. Was Die Hard a 20th Century Fox movie? I can't remember. But you could put it on Hulu. Disney owns Hulu. So that's more of just just curious. Are we going to see announcements near the end of every month telling us what's coming and going on Net- on on Disney Plus each month? Are they going to take some stuff off off of the service to add new stuff? I don't know. That's that's some some information I'd like to know. Now, what I'm really enjoying about Disney Plus is pretty much everything else. The Mandalorian alone is worth the price that I that I pay each month, which so far has only been a month. For the service. The Mandalorian is an excellent show. And I tried to explain to my wife the other day, we were talking about The Mandalorian. And she doesn't like, she doesn't get Star Wars. She doesn't like it. She's not a Star Wars fan. But I told her, I said, you know, what what you don't understand is Star Wars fans have never had anything like this before. Star Trek fans have had multiple Star Trek TV shows. Star Wars fans have not. We've had a few animated TV shows, but we've never had a live action show. And that's actually a good thing. 
I think about shows like The Next Generation when it started. Had they been doing a Star Wars show back then? Could you imagine? Blech. I'm glad they waited till now because special effects have caught up to the point that they could make a show like this for TV. And a streaming service makes it possible. The only other option to make a show like The Mandalorian would, would have been to put it on something like HBO. Something with money, right? I don't think you could make a show like The Mandalorian and put it out there on Fox or NBC or ABC or something like that. I think it would just be way too expensive. Like I said, I've been watching The Simpsons. That's been really fun. I watched all the Star Wars movies, watched all the Marvel movies. Matter of fact, now that I'm done watching the Marvel movies, there's a part of me that wants to go back and watch them again. I'm looking forward to being able to see the new, the you know, the Marvel content that they're going to have on there, the Falcon and Winter Soldier show, the WandaVision. Looking forward to all that. There's just going to be great things coming for Di- from Disney+. Plus. And the positives so outweigh the few negatives that I'm just enjoying it way too much to really truly complain about those few negatives. And yet at the same time, all I can think of is, come on, you're Disney. There should be no reason for these bugs. There should be no reason why you can't put a little screen capture in there when I'm rewinding or fast forwarding. This is basic stuff, Disney. You own Hulu. It's not like you're a stranger to the streaming service market. It's not like you're pioneering streaming. It's been around for years. Why are you doing things like this? I'm enjoying Disney Plus so much that there's a part of me that's thinking about that. I mean, I wouldn't cancel Netflix because I know my wife still watches a number of things on Netflix. And frankly, I'm going to want some Netflix when the new season of the last season of Supernatural pops up on there. And frankly, I probably need to be using Netflix to catch up on all the CW DC shows before they go away and end up on the freaking DC streaming service, which I don't, I don't have. I don't got to draw the line somewhere and DC is not, I like DC, but not enough to add another streaming service to my wallet, especially with what I've seen from the Titans show and Doom Patrol. I, I'm, I'm not interested. I'm just, I'm not. First time freaking Dick Grayson said F Batman during the trailer. I said, nah, nah, that's not for me. But all in all, I think Disney Plus is a wonderful service. I do wonder when we're going to get more stuff. I I feel like I saw something that a whole bunch of uh, short animated features showed up on there last week or the week before last. And there's really nothing old as far as... I think every Disney movie ever made pre, you know, maybe 2017 is on there. But we don't have stuff like we don't have the droids cartoon. We don't have the Ewoks cartoon. And again, there's a lot of programming on Fox that, if not on Disney+, Plus, needs to be on Hulu. It needs to be on one of the two places. With both Disney+, Plus and Hulu, you should be able to watch everything that Fox and Disney have ever put out since 2018. You know, I don't know what the, what the time frame is. I know that Disney+, Plus they'll be adhering to the, when, when one of their, if, if a new movie comes out in the theater... It's not going to be on Disney Plus. When it comes out on DVD, it's not going to be on Disney Plus. But after it's been on DVD for a month or something like that, then it will show up on Disney Plus. I know they're adhering to that because there's still this this thought, there's still this idea in the heads of people who sit around a boardroom table that if the show, if the movie comes on to streaming 
at the same time that it's available in the theater or on DVD. Nobody's going to go to the theater and nobody's going to buy the DVD. Now, I think that's true for the theater. I think I do think to a certain extent, if, for example, the next Avengers movie, if you put it on Disney Plus the same time that you put it out there in the movie theater, I think uh, more people are going to watch it on the streaming service than they are in, in the theater. I, I I do believe that that is a fact. I do believe that's true. However, what I don't believe is that the people who would normally buy the movie on DVD are only doing that because it's not yet available on a streaming service. I don't buy that at all. I think that most people who buy something on DVD buy it because they are DVD collectors or Blu-ray, whichever, whatever these kids are watching these days. I think if they're not buying it on DVD or Blu-ray... It's not because they're waiting for it to come on streaming. It's because they don't, they're, they're not going to buy it anyway. They may try to go rent it or get it from their library. I frankly prefer the stuff on streaming. I got a couple of movies from the library over the weekend, and one of them had a couple of scratches on it. And so it skipped. And all I could think of was if, I had, if this was streaming, I wouldn't have to deal with this. But I'm not going to go buy the DVD or the Blu-ray. I think the people who buy DVDs and Blu-ray... I think if the if the movie showed up on streaming at the same day that it was launched on DVD and Blu-ray, I think those people are still going to buy the Blu-ray. Especially if you don't put the bonus features on the streaming service, which Disney Plus seems to put the bonus features on the streaming service, which is cool. I like that. But I would much rather them not put the bonus features on there and release the movie on the streaming service the same day that it's out on Blu-ray DVD. So how about y'all? Y'all watching Disney Plus? I got some comments on that i posted about this a couple of weeks ago on twitter i know john you responded you're really enjoying the disney plus kids are really enjoying the disney plus my kids are really enjoying the disney plus well well worth the investment i think and frankly as of now we have two episodes of the mandalorian left i think as of the time i'm recording this we have seven and eight episodes seven and eight left But I know that episode seven is coming out on a Wednesday, and I don't know if it's this Wednesday that this episode is coming out or if it's next Wednesday. Instead of coming out on a Friday, it's coming out on a Wednesday. I just don't remember which Wednesday. But frankly, I'm looking forward to the eight episodes being out. I'm looking forward to the whole series, whole first season being out, only so I can go back and watch it all. I've watched watched each episode as it's been released on the streaming service, but I haven't gone back. I want to wait. I want to watch them all as they come out. And then once they're all out, just watch the whole thing. I may even, when the last one's out, I may just watch them all and watch that last one for the first time after I've binged the other seven. Anyway, yeah, shoot me an email, feedback at stevenorels.com. Tell me what you think about Disney+. Plus. Are you getting it? Are you enjoying it? Are you having the same issues that I'm having? I'd like to know. But until then, my name is Steven and I'm just another fanboy. This has been your episode, folks. I hope you're enjoying it. By the way, I should probably mention next week... You're going to get episodes 68, 69, and 70, and then I'm going to take a couple of weeks off. We're going to, we're going to take two weeks off, and then we're going to come back in 2020, the new year, with season two of Just Another Fanboy, and I've got some, I've got some books waiting that I want to talk about. We'll talk about more of that maybe in episode 70. I'm not quite sure. I know that episode 69 will land on Christmas. And so that's going to be more of a Christmas-themed episode. I kind of want to do what I did on Halloween, the, the episodes that came out on Halloween during that week, each episode was a Halloween-themed episode. Maybe I'll do that for Christmas. 
Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, the last three episodes of season one will be Christmas-themed. I don't know. Maybe. Maybe I will. Maybe I won't. But until then, be nice to each other. I'm out. Just Another Fanboy is a presentation of the Stephen or Else podcast. Questions and comments can be directed to feedback at stephenorelse.com. You can support the show for as little as a dollar a month at patreon.com slash Stephen R. Orr and get instant access to the My Other Podcast podcast, a weekly show about whatever crawls its way into my tiny little mind just moments before I tap record. You can find me on the World Wide Web at StephenOrElse.com or find me on Twitter and Instagram by searching for at StephenOrElse. I also encourage you to subscribe to the show, leave us a five-star review, and share this episode with a friend. Just Another Fanboy is a proud member of the Comics Podcast Network. You can find that over at ComicsPodcasts.com. All links will be in the show notes. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today sign up using code buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet bet mgm and GameSense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with mgm northfield park